It's nice to be up here again. It's been a while since we've been able to do this. <clears throat> I think that all of us could admit that, you know, 2020 has been pretty rough. Kind of overrated. You know, if you had any New Year's resolutions this year, they probably got lost somewhere around March, maybe earlier February. But uh, everything just seems to have gone insane. Everyone, you know, seems to be divided on almost every issue that you can even think about. And if we look at the book of Job in chapter 14, verse 1, I think that it sums it up quite well, where it says, Man that is born of a woman is a, full, is, is, bleh, is a few days and full of trouble. There was actually a study done recently that I read that people this year were the most unhappy that they had been in almost over 50 years. <clears throat> people are afraid, they're concerned, they're irritable, they're angry. Many of them are depressed and many just feel lost, like they have no purpose. The things that they used to fill their lives with are no longer there. Sports aren't being played. Movies aren't being produced. It's a hassle to go anywhere because of all the restrictions. Now, I would like us to ask ourselves if these things are true of us. And when I say that, I don't mean think about somebody else and wonder if it's true of them. I mean really look at yourself because that's where all of this starts. What do we do as Christians when the world around us has gone off the deep end? Do we jump full force into panic mode and run right along with the world? We shouldn't. Psalms 46, 1 through 3 tells us, To the chief musician for the sons of Korah, a song upon Alamoth, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah. And then in chapter 56, 3 and 4, What time I am afraid, I will trust in Thee. In God I will praise His Word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. God is our strength in times of trouble. And when we look back through the Bible, we can see that those that put their trust in God were taken care of. Hebrews 13, 5 through 6 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. We should know that God is with us, and that alone should ease most of the worries that we have. Proverbs 17.22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Even in the face of all these things, we should be able to have a happy heart, because we know what it is what is at the end of this road. <clears throat> Romans 8.28 tells us, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. That verse tells us that when we're living as Christians, life will work out. That doesn't mean that life will be easy, but as we just talked about, living the Christian life will lead to heaven. Now, this does require us to be consistent. 2 Timothy 4.2 says, Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. And then in 1 Corinthians 15.58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as, ye, as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Instant, steadfast, unmovable. All these words tell us that we are to maintain our beliefs no matter the circumstances. And they remind me of the mountains. They don't move. They hold their position at all times. And we as Christians should be as dependable as the mountains. 
Our position doesn't change. And why should we be that way? For one, that's what God expects of us. But also, people in the world are always watching us. Because we're the people that are out there telling them this world is temporary, that we shouldn't be afraid when the bad things happen. And when those bad things do happen, what do they see us doing? Do they see us acting like them? We say that God's the most important part of our life and that we want to live our lives for Him. But then when the tough times come, are we showing that He really is at the forefront? When all the things are going bad, when the restrictions are out, are we talking about coming to church and you know, being together and how it's a wonderful thing? Or are we talking about, you know, it's a little apprehensive, it's a scary thing, but you know, I'd love to go out on Friday night. We can't harbor grudges against people either because they have different views than us. Obviously, with Christians, we have to be of the same mind, but there's a lot of beliefs out in the world, and we have to live peaceably with all those people because in the end, that's the only way we're going to convert them. James 4:11 through 12 says, Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? Many people disagreed with Jesus and the apostles, Paul, but they still treated everyone with kindness. Matthew 5:13 through 16 tells us why. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Does the world see us as a light or have we put a dimmer switch on our candle? We can't be the light if we're tearing each other down and we're not showing Christ through our actions. And to the same effect, are we encouraging one another during these difficult times? 1 Thessalonians 3, 7-8 says, Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. For now we live if ye stand fast in the Lord. When we show that our trust really is in God, and that our faith is strong, it encourages our brothers and sisters, and it can help them to strengthen their faith as well. Now, not too long ago, we had some sermons about living the abundant life, which is talked about in John 10.10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That's what we should all be striving for, for each other and for those in the world. Colossians 3.2 tells us how we can do this. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. We need to remember that our focus is not here, but it's on heaven. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. There's nothing on earth that we should fear if we're living the abundant life that God has told us about. God will take care of us, and even if we do lose our life, we're going to be with Him. And God gives us so many reasons to rejoice. <clears throat> Isaiah 61, 10-11 says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For He hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. For as the earth bringeth forth her bud, and as the garden causeth the thing that are sown in it to spring forth, 
So the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Then if we look at Psalms 28, 7 and 8. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in Him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise Him. The Lord is their strength, and He is the saving strength of His anointed. And then in chapter 84, verses 10 through 12. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will He withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in Thee. When I read those verses, it reminds me that of all the blessings that God gives to us every day and how amazing this life can be when God is a part of it. Psalms 118.24 says, This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. When we're walking with God, then we can rejoice every day, no matter what's going on around us, and we will have no fear in this life. 1 Corinthians 15.54-55 says, So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? When we can say that, the world will take notice. And maybe we can pull some of them out from under that dark cloud. Now, I mentioned earlier the unhappiness that is running rampant in the world today. And we should be the opposing force to that. We can spread real joy in this world. We have it right at our fingertips. Matthew 28, 19-20 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. We have the Gospel, the news that this world is not all that there is. There's something more and something far greater. Romans 8.18 says, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. All the suffering in this life won't measure up in the least to the glory of heaven. But the world won't know that if we don't tell them. They will never know about the abundant life that they could have if we refuse to teach them about the love that Jesus had for us and His willingness to leave heaven and to come and die for our sins. So we need to go out and we need to do the work because each person's spiritual life is just as important as their physical life. And it's during these times that we need to be there for each other. We need to be there to help one another. We also need to be the light of the world. There are many things that are going on that seem out of our control, and they are. But people should see through us that we really believe that God is in control. Tonight, the invitation is yours. If you've not put your Lord on in baptism, you can do that tonight. The water is ready. Or if you have a need for the prayers of the congregation, please come forward as we stand and as we sing.